Hey guys, and welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today, we are going to um, kick this podcast off with um, just a short um, prediction of our what we think is going to happen in the um, conference finals for basketball. So, let's start off with the West, which is the Mavericks versus the Warriors. So... What? Who do you think is going to win this series? <sighs> I, man, I, I don't know. This is a really hard one. The Warriors did not look good in the last few games against Memphis. Obviously, they won the series and they pulled it out in the end. But you know, Memphis was lacking Jean Morant, and the Warriors just looked so so sloppy. I mean, the, they were just throwing the ball all over the entire arena. Um, and they just weren't playing really good crisp, baske- crisp basketball. It really only kind of the end of that game six where they kind of slowed the game down and started playing uh, much tighter that they really pulled out that series. And so the Mavs looked really impressive um, in that last game seven versus the Suns. Right now it's hard to bet against Luka, and so I'm, I'm really torn, but I'm going to go Warriors in seven. And mostly that's just because of the home court advantage. What do you think? So to me, I think that the Warriors can find themselves. Um, I don't think they're really like, I mean, they were sloppy, but I think that they can definitely like come back from it. So, um, and I really believe in the Warriors. So I'm going to have the Warriors in six. So I didn't even, I don't even think the Mavericks should be here. Because I think the um, Suns should have closed them out, but it was j- it just took a very bad game from Devin Booker and a maybe injured Chris Paul. Yeah, um, it will be interesting to see who defends Luca. I think that's going to be a big, big question for the Warriors. Who do you think it will defend Luca? I mean, their best defender right now would be Draymond Green, right? My guess is it's Andrew Wiggins. But I, I really don't know. Obviously, Luka presents a matchup problem to pretty much almost anybody in the NBA. And so it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I think the, what you got to do with great players is you're not going to say, okay, Andrew Wiggins, you know, shut down Luka Doncic. It's going to be a team effort. And you throw a lot of different guys, a lot of different bodies at him. You know, Clay Thompson will get some time, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, you definitely think Draymond will get some time on him uh, and just give him different looks, right? Always keep him guessing. Make sure that he never gets comfortable. And, I mean, Luka's a great player, he, as he's shown throughout this entire playoffs. And so it'll be up to the Mavs role players to see, hey, can they step up um, when all the defensive attention is going to Luka? But mad props to the Mavs for making it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, that KP trade was huge. Bringing in Spencer Dinwiddie, having more of an identity. Other defense has really been uh, surprisingly good as well um, without him. And when they go kind of the smaller lineup with Clay at center, they're, they're a really solid team. And so this should be a really, really fun Western Conference Finals. The thing is, I don't think the um, um, Mavericks can really go small because they can... They can, the Warriors can basically just match that small with their um, new death lineup or whatever they call it um, with all three of them out there or all five with Draymond, um, Clay, Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and Curry out there. I think I, they can make them pay unlike the Suns who almost had to have like 
um, DeAndre Aiden out there. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Mavs present magic problems even to that small lineup. And that's the Luka problem, right? And so what I'm saying is they can go small with the Warriors and still have off advantages uh, to exploit on the offensive end, right? And defensively, they can still match up with them, right? They have, some, they have bodies to throw at all those guys. Um, and so it'll be a fascinating series. Steve Kerr will be back um, after being out from COVID. And so um, I think both teams should be at full strength, except for, as you mentioned, I think Andre Godala. I don't know if he's going to play or not. And then I think Otto Porter Jr. also might be injured in some way. Uh, but those are fringe players. So, you know, both teams have, like, their seven guys that they trust and that they're going to go to war with. And uh, it'll be a fascinating series. What's really interesting is that um, I think the Warriors will have home court and that all the teams left in the NBA Finals, I think, is it the Celtics who have the best – or, I'm sorry, the Miami Heat have the best record who are left, and then the Celtics, and then the Warriors, and then the Mavs. Right, and so I think for the Celtics, if y'all get through, like you'll have home court advantage no matter who wins in the West, which is which is pretty nice. The Warriors might have a better record than us, cause I remember the East, the West top three teams might have been better than the, but all better than the Heat. I don't know, cause I know the um, Memphis would have had home court over both the Heat and the Celtics. Yeah, Memphis would have because they had 56 wins, but I don't I don't know what the uh, Warriors ended up with, like 53 or something. Anyways, um, any other thoughts on the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, they would have a home court over the Celtics because they they the Celtics had 51 wins. So, um, but no, um, yeah, I probably am cheating for the Mavs and the Celtics. So, um, in. What, who do you think will win on the other side of the Celtic Heat series? Uh, I mean, I, I I I was just so impressed with the Celtics versus the Bucks. I know everyone's gonna say the uh, Bucks didn't have Middleton, but if even if they had Middleton, I'm not sure if the final outcome would have been different. I, I think the Celtics still would have won in seven. I mean, obviously, if they had Middleton, Giannis would not have gone like so crazy. Um, but I'm good. The Heat are a good team and they're solid. I just don't think they have enough offensively against another uh, also elite defense of the Boston Celtics. You know, I think the Heat and the Celtics both have elite, elite defenses and they're both great. I just think Boston has a little more offensive juice than Miami does. And so that's why I'm going to go. I'm, I'm picking Boston in six, closing out um, at home, which is kind of like when you're the when you're the underdog, it's more likely that they win in six than win in seven. Which is because you got a close, you got that close out game at home in Game Six. Not that I'm saying that I don't think they could win the Game Seven in Miami, but I think that uh, they're going to finish it out in six. And I guess my prediction was Warriors in seven, Celtics in six. So Warriors Celtics. I'm going to go Celtics in six, but to make it a hot take, I'm going to have the um, Heat blow a 2-0 lead. They win the first two games at home, and then the Celtics win the next four. Dude, you're, you're such a, I don't know, what do they call you, Gen, Gen Z? I don't even know. You're so young. You were probably past Gen Z. Just hot takes for the sake of hot takes. Just <laughs> just going to make it excruciatingly difficult on your emotional health because you're so devastated after every single Celtics loss in the playoffs. If they go down 2-0 in the heat, I don't know, I don't know what you'll be feeling. But I think I heard Marcus Smart might be out for game one with a foot sprain. Robert Williams is, I think, going to play. Um, and so 
hopefully the Celtics are fully healthy. Um, I don't think you need need Marcus Smart in order to win the game, uh, game one. Uh, but obviously, it'd be nice to have him and have him be healthy. Marcus Smart might hurt you if you have Derek White backing him up, because um, of his. I I have the I'm gonna bring the ball up at the end of the game, um, whatever. Because he basically single-handedly lost what game four or five for the Celtics. I mean, obviously those are the plays that play the plays that stand out. But if you didn't have Marcus Smart, like the fact that Marcus Smart could credibly guard Giannis Antetokounmpo is like amazing, right? And without him, you wouldn't have had that option. And I mean, Giannis obviously, Giannis averaged like 35 and you know 16 or whatever for the entire series, and he might have feasted even more if Marcus Smart hadn't been there. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether. Uh, or not Tatum and Butler match up against one another. And I think if they do, that would be a pretty <laughs> fascinating matchup. And, I mean, the thing about Giannis and Tatum dueling was it wasn't really a duel because they weren't really guarding one another, right? Uh, Tatum was just kind of feasting on whatever guys they could get to switch onto him, like George Hill or Grayson Allen and stuff like that. But if Jason Tatum and actually Jimmy Butler go out, those are like two of the best two-way wings in the NBA, and that would be, be really, really enjoyable to watch. Another injury update is Kyle Lowry. What have you heard anything about his situation? No, but in the minutes he did play, he looked terrible. Like um, he I think he had a plus minus of like negative something, and um, he just like I guess like another podcast was saying his what he does is he like helps the pace and stuff of the game, but like he couldn't run at all during that game, so like it kind of like hurt the pace of their team. And he just like couldn't contribute. Yeah, obviously they they brought in Kyle Lowry for this situation, right? Veteran leadership, good outside shooting, push the pace, uh, control the team, <laughs> control the tempo, um, and so it'll be really like Kyle Lowry is kind of what they were missing in that Lakers series uh, way back when. Obviously, Goran Dragic went out too, and so that was a, a big loss for them. But it's going to be uh, this is good. This is the uh, bubble revenge game for the Celt- revenge series for the Celtics. Hopefully they'll be able to pull that out and get into the NBA Finals. Dad, bringing up, bringing up the um, what's it, what was it, the bubble. Basically, their entire team was injured. Cause I think Butler was out for a couple games, Harold was out for a couple games, and um, what's his name was out for a couple. Autobio was out for like the entire series. So they're basically completely injured. Really, I don't remember Butler being injured for that series, but. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. So, all right. Well, we've reached Hyde Park Middle School. Ready for another great day at school. Thank you for joining us wherever you have been listening. Nathaniel, have a wonderful day at school. Love you, buddy. Bye, Dad.